2: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a special edition of the We Are Podcast, the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. I'm joined not only by Corey Geiger, our Penn State beat reporter, but also Mark Clemente. And yes, that's Clemente like Roberto, um, from our Pit Beat as well, new to DK Pittsburgh Sports. And
0: man, what a time to be alive. Mark, welcome. Well, thank you, Jared. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy times in the world of college sports, right? I mean... Uh, and we're going to get into it, but I, I couldn't have joined it, it, it from a report, reporter's perspective at a better time. There's just so much happening, uh, both at a macro global uh, level and then also at Pitt. Um, so, yeah, look forward to, to having this discussion with you today.
1: Why the hell is a Pitt guy on a Penn State podcast? That's what every Penn hell State Pitt. is
2: out there wondering. <laughs> <Hell> <laughs> to Pitt. And, and no, no, the rivalry is not back at the no. the. It's not the Keystone Classic, I think, is what it was called. Now <laughs> it's it's not back. But why we're all here today to talk to you on this magnificent Sunday is earlier in the week we talked, or, or a lot of things came out. Right, the Pac-12. Well, they 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 might not be anymore. They're USC and UCLA are now heading to the Big Ten as of 2024, and and that doesn't include Pitt because Pitt's obviously not in the Pac-12, but. That has major ramifications throughout the landscape of college football and and really changes everything as far as things are concerned moving forward. Hey, look, my head's still spinning. And just just
1: for clarification here, we're recording this on Friday afternoon. So if you're listening to this on Sunday, we hope nothing else major has happened. Because with what happened with USC and UCLA, I fully expect some major dominoes to potentially fall within the next three, four, five days or week or so as well but i will say i mean my head is spinning jared and mark because when the news broke about usc and ucla thursday afternoon at two you're like okay well how long is this going to take and the whole damn thing was done in four or five hours that's that to me is remarkable that we have changed college football forever in four hours
0: yeah no i agree and corey you couldn't be more right i mean i think um Over the course of, you know, we thought with Texas and Oklahoma, what was that? Ten months ago that they announced they're going to move the SEC. The alliance was formed and then the news yesterday hit. Um, I can tell you for a fact, you know, you you said within the next three to five days, more dominoes are going to fall. There's no doubt. The ACC presidents and athletic directors are are talking this morning on separate phone calls. I fully expect some news here soon. Right. I, I think. The gauntlet was laid down yet again, and the ACC's in full panic mode. I, I know that for a fact. They're in full panic mode. Um, they're very nervous. Um, we'll get into more details. Uh, Corey, you and I were talking earlier about grant of rights, and-, and that's a pretty big deal that may help to keep things somewhat stable. Um, but like with anything, what's a contract mean anymore in 2022? Um, and that's what's so-
1: interesting, Jared, is Penn State Big Ten fans are like, to hell with the ACC and Clemson, but the ACC and Clemson and the Bi- mm-hmm. and the Big Twelve and the Pac twelve, they're all crapping their shorts right now because they're worried about self preservation. But hey, that's not a problem for the Big Ten right now.
2: Yeah, not the Big all. Ten and the Pac twelve kind of pushed the pushed the envelope here, and, and really now everybody else is in damage control. And and this isn't anything against the SEC because obviously they have Texas and Oklahoma, and and I think those are two big brands, obviously coming into their fold here relatively shortly, but now, well, what, what's next? And, and we, this is far from over. This is going to be a developing story for probably the rest of the summer. And rightfully so, because this is altering college football as we know it, obviously things have changed in college football. It's a lot different than what it was, even at the beginning of the, of the two uh, thousands and even five years ago or six years ago. But right now, man, you, you really have a lot of things gearing up to two super conferences and now who's next. Right, I, I don't think the Pac-12 is, is going to be a thing by the end of the summer after probably 2025 or 2026, at least in the way that it, it that it's looking. Because I would imagine more Pac-12 teams when they see that the money and the opportunity to go get that bag, it, it's going to keep happening. And I think you know uh, teams like Oregon and Oregon State are going to be next. And we'll get to a little bit more about what it means for the conferences in the second segment. But man, this is just a wild time right now.
1: And you yeah, know what it means for, go ahead, Mark. I was just going no, to say, you know what it means for Penn State and that's money.
0: No, no question uh, for everybody. And here's what I don't understand. It, and all of us, our heads are spinning, trying to wrap our heads around it and figure out what's next and how it ultimately is going to end up. For me, what I don't understand, and look, I've never run a big company, but we know TV dictates everything, right? This is all about the, the, the rights money. And, you know, big, the big 10 is going to have a huge deal coming where each school is going to be getting, I've heard various things, but in the 80 to $90 million from, from TV. Um, same with the SEC. And then, you know, ACC right now, they're getting 37 million. That's quite the disparity, right? But here's what I don't understand. If I'm at ESPN or I'm at Fox, right? And you're dictating a lot of this, but we're moving to the two super conferences. We know that, but what I don't understand is the ESPN is going to take a huge hit if the ACC goes away. That's their property, right? Fox with with the PAC 12, same thing. So that to me, I'm like, what? on the one hand, I'm, I'm saying, okay, well, TV's probably dictating a lot of this. But on the other, one, I'm saying, well, why? Because ultimately, aren't they going to lose money when these other conferences become irrelevant? the beauty yeah. in
2: the in the pack 12 though with the fox deal is it so is the big the big 10 and fox are aligned as well. so maybe they won't lose a lot of that money but that in you can talk about this here um, in a little bit but that we talk about the tv rights and the media rights well it just opened pandora's box for the big 10 with getting the la media market.
1: here here's what's good look i mean we have to look at this from an inside-out perspective. There are teams all around the country, schools, coaches, that are worried, but from the inside perspective of Penn State, the Big Ten, USC, UCLA, they hit a grand slam. Mm-hmm. They, they hit a grand slam. The Big Ten has always and will always have a lead seat, if not the lead seat, at the table in college football because of the money. I was just talking to a buddy. Why is, why is Rutgers involved in this? Why is Northwestern and Indiana and Purdue, why do those teams, why are they guaranteed a successful future forever? But, hey, they're, they're members of the Big Ten, and so that's what all of this, because Mark's numbers, 80, 90 to 100 million, while other teams are making 40, you multiply that out over 8, 9, 10 years, you're kind of talking the difference, I, I joked, between the Dodgers and the Pirates in their payrolls.
0: hmm no, Corey, that's a great point. And so, one of the things I'm hearing as well with the ACC, one of the possible scenarios is an unequal distribution of revenue now. Mm-hmm, yep. Right. So, they need to, you mentioned it already. They, ACC, it's Clemson, Florida State, right? North Carolina, Duke, NC State. Those are the attractive markets. Miami. And Miami. Thank you. So, do they get more of the pie? Say like they get more than Syracuse and Boston College to keep them happy in the ACC. Right, this is where we are, and this is where it starts to explode they, because there's so many possible scenarios. They have to, and on
1: a much lesser extent, the West Coast Conference in basketball. All conferences mm-hmm. split up their money equally. Well, Gonzaga gets most of it. Well, why does it Because Gonzaga goes to the Final right. Four. They right. make most of the money. If Clemson and Miami and Florida State are making most of the money, they should get most of the money. But the Big Ten. Yeah, you would think Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, they're going to make most of the money. They split it evenly. And it's interesting what you mentioned. I wonder if there might even be a deal in the future where Rutgers and Indiana and Purdue get less money.
0: They should. I mean, I I think hopefully that's part of all this is that you're going to see, you know, the Penn States, the Michigans, Ohio States, they should get more of the revenue. They're driving more of the revenue. So that could be another outcome of this whole thing as we start seeing that where it's more market the market forces will dictate how much your school gets
2: it's going to be a wild wild west type of situation just like it is for nil deals and the players now you've got the big businesses involved with the with the the media entities and the universities and everything in between but we'll talk more about what it means for the conferences and the programs themselves here when we come back on the we are podcast the dk pittsburgh sports podcasting network Welcome back to the second segment of the special edition of the We Are Podcast, the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. I am here with Mark Clemente and Corey Geiger, two of hey, our college Hey, wait a minute. This is writers.
1: always a special edition. With Why is it special? Because we had this friggin' pit guy.
2: <laughs> well, it's special because we have it's a special, team, man. It's three-way Zoom call on a Friday afternoon, which I'm sure we're probably going to have to re-record this, but who knows? And I yeah, think what that's if, what's what crazy about a- this. Yeah, what if the ACC blows up here Friday night and we got to redo this whole thing? Well, we're just going to have to go to the beach with Mark because Mark's on vacation here pretty soon. So, yeah, and that's, exactly. we got For a lot of reason, things going on in this podcast. Mark, the key question here is, is yes. okay,
1: you're covering Pitt. Mm-hmm. We, ha- we have to start from the top to the bottom in the ACC, and that's Clemson. What Absolutely. happens to Clemson? Is Clemson stuck in the ACC? Because Pitt's future in the ACC, the entire ACC future, probably depends a whole heck of a lot on Clemson, Florida State, Carolina, Miami.
0: And don't forget about Notre Dame, which we'll talk about separately. Yeah, we'll get to that. For sure. No, I I couldn't agree more. And so I I alluded to it in the first segment, but the ACC was smart enough. When they announced the TV deal six years ago, part of that contract was what was called grant of rights. So basically, ESPN ACC holds the rights to every ACC team, right? So, for example, Corey, if, if Clemson would leave and go to the Big Ten, Right. They're going to have to pay an exorbitant amount of money to get out of this grant of rights. And how so long
1: is the grant of rights for Mark? 2036.
0: 2036.
1: So it's long term. Yep.
0: So that's one um, that the ACC and Swapper got right when they negotiated this deal. Um, they saw the landscape. They put this clause in there. Um, so that gives them some protection because I've heard in the neighborhood of 100 million um floor i mean that's going to be the floor so if clemson were to go to the big 10 now we talked about 80 or 90 million in the first segment right With each of the big 10 teams are going to get so is that going to be enough for clemson to say fine we'll pay this we'll pay all the attorney's fees uh all the retainer fees they got to, to pay all that kind of fun stuff if they're going to break this contract and move to another conference so like i said that gives the acc some stability uh, with that grant of rights clause Um, I think ultimately from what I'm hearing, what I'm reading, I talked to some people this morning is what I, is you're going to get an unequal distribution of revenue because you're right. I mean, the ACC can't afford to lose Clemson, Florida State, Miami, North Carolina, Duke and NC State. It's over at that point. So what can they do? I think that this unequal distribution. um, Now, what does BC and Syracuse and Pitt, what do these other schools have to say about that? Right. I mean, sure. You want your long term viability. That's what it's all about right now. That's why they're all scrambling. That's why they're having meetings this morning um, to figure out, Okay, we need to ensure we're here and we're viable. Um, So the other thing I'm hearing is could the ACC merge with the the remaining Pac-12 schools? Right. That makes they may at that point, can they go back to ESPN and renegotiate their deal? right? Because they'll have different markets, more attractive markets. They can go back to ESPN and say, hey, right, 37 million is not going to cut it. What can we do?
1: As opposed to the alternative of the Big 12 swallowing up all of these teams. Jared and I talk about this a lot, the haves versus the Mm have-nots. This is the We Are podcast. If there are Pitt fans listening, we're not trying to offend anyone. Pitt can beat Penn State on any given year, Pitt might be better than Penn state this year. This is not about football. This is not about winning. When we're talking about this, it is always the haves versus the have nots Mm -hmm. financially. And Penn state will always be a have. What about Oregon state? What about Washington state? What about Arizona state? And and all, there are so many programs and look, and the bottom line is Pitt falls into that discussion. Yes. Uh, They're Mm -hmm. not Kansas, Kansas, right? Kansas is shitting bricks. Kansas is nothing in football but elite in basketball, and you got to wonder about the future of Kansas sports, just like UConn, which is nothing in football and good in basketball. So where does Pitt – Jared, where do you think Pitt falls into all this and how nervous you think the Pitt folks are?
2: They're a the middle of the road. I think they're closer to an NC state where as far as th- that kind of goes. And, and and the reason why is because they should have, a, a, I mean, a, the ACC is there for basketball. And I think that's what Pitt's MO has been, but football now is, is starting to kind of get with on the heels of Kenny Pickett's successful season and, and really starting to liven up that program once again uh, and the job that Pat Narduzzi has done there. But I would, but the thing with that is, you know, NC State's gonna be lumped in with with Duke and Carolina. So you know, you there's it's gonna be like a two for one, I think, the way that it all pans out because Oregon, Oregon State, that's gotta be a package deal. Washington, Washington State. Now give me Mike Lee I don't, I don't wherever want that he package. is. Give me Washington and Washington State, or I'm sorry, Mike, Mike Leach isn't even there anymore. I'm sorry. Garrett, if
1: wrong. you're going to shove that package of Oregon, Oregon State down my throat, I'm saying no. I don't want Oregon State. I don't want Washington State. We got to be realistic here. I don't want Boston College. These are irrelevant programs in the pantheon of the haves and the have-nots. And so, look, I don't, I'm not dismissing what you're saying about the rivalries, but who wants Oregon State? Well, who, I'm not talking about wants- just the rivalries. I'm talking about geographically. Who because wants them? They, they add nothing. Oregon state would add nothing to any league that wouldn't already be there with Oregon. So if, if you're going to force somebody's hand with a package deal, then they're going to say, see ya, bye. You don't get your hundred million dollars as part of our league. Cause we don't, we're not, we're not, we're not going to add Oregon state and take away shrink the pie for everybody else. Because we're talking about $100 million for everybody, guys. If you're going to mm-hmm. add all these other teams, now my pie shrinks to 70 and 65 and whatever. They've got to be selective on who they're going to take.
2: Right, and I think that's what's kind of – because right now the Big 12, it, is there a team worth taking? Well, if I a
0: see, I'm saying I'm taking West Virginia tonight.
2: Yes, yes. That's right? the, I mean, that's the, that. the best one geographically, and yeah. from both both basketball right. and football. Now, of course, Oklahoma State I are, think is a, Oklahoma State brings has value. Right. So there's two teams, right? And the, and then in the Pac-12 now, How about Oregon has to be the next best option, right? Oregon, yeah. Arizona.
1: I mean, Arizona has been a terrible football program for a while, but you wonder about Arizona, Oregon, and, and is that it? I mean, is there anybody else of value in in the Pac-12?
2: Well, and Oregon's got the Nike money too. So exactly. Phil Knight yes. does yeah. stir a lot of the pot there. And I think that's going to be something to, to pay attention to too. But, but you, you talk about media markets, right? Let's talk about that for, for a second here. The reason why we would talk about Rutgers and Maryland and Northwestern and teams like that in the Big Ten. Rutgers, New York, number one media market. Now, USC, UCLA, LA media market. That's number two media. Chicago number three, Phillies, number four, DC, number five. So, and that's just the top five. So now, you know, that media market and, and that ability to get to that point, right. That's why Maryland and, and Rutgers are there. Let, let's be real. I mean, they, they don't really bring a lot of value other than that to the big 10. Now, of course, any, the, you can win a game, any other game of the year, but you, typically those teams aren't going to do a lot of damage in the big 10. Mark, where, where it, does but who knows where does, where, where does Pit fall? How, where
1: where does Pitt end up? And how worried are they right now?
0: I, oh, they're worried. Like I was, I think every ACC school not named Clemson is worried. Um, where do they end up? That's the million dollar question. As I said, I was on some calls this morning trying to figure some stuff out. Um, I don't think they know right now, Corey. I, I don't. I think they're trying, obviously. The first choice is to you know, make sure the ACC's on stable ground and they can move forward there. Uh, aside from that, I mean, you probably heard more than I, but I've heard Big Ten doesn't want them. Um, they're not going to go to the SEC. So yeah, what happens to Pitt? What happens to BC? What happens to Syracuse? Um, that's who knows? I mean, do they become the, part of the new MAC conference? Um, and we haven't even talked about the, the implications on the college playoff. Um, you know, shame on uh, Jim Phillips, the, the the commissioner of ACC. He's the one of the commissioners that voted against the 12 team playoff. Now the Roosters are coming home. I mean, come to to roost. I mean, there's little mistakes that have been made along the way. That it's just, um, I don't know. That, that, listen, I'm going to do what I can to continue to monitor, but I'm sure Pitt's not feeling good right now. Heather, like um, Chancellor Gallagher, uh, I'm sure that that. that they don't know. That's what I, they don't know right now how this is all going to shake out. And if they're going to end up one of the winners, as you said, Corey, you put it perfectly. Yep, one yep. of the new halves.
1: Hey, and Penn State I, is always going to be that. Jared, I got to think yes. Penn State's loving this because we're going to get yep. to see USC probably every four years or so mm-hmm. UCLA. I mean, Penn State is ass- the, in, with being in the Big Ten. Penn State is assured of always having a seat at the table.
0: Right. And let's talk. Listen, the prettiest girl still left at the dance is Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, we're going to do But by the way, for anybody wondering why we're not getting Notre Dame, we're doing a whole segment on that because that's the domino that may answer a lot of the questions.
0: Exactly. Right.
1: Right. And let's
2: be real here. USC or UCLA at a whiteout game at Beaver Stadium is going to be an incredible experience. Now, also, who doesn't want to go to L.A. in November? or October for that matter, after being in the, in the Northeast, right? Hey, you Give, think USC and UCLA? I will, come to I will be Valley on in that. November? I will be on that first flight. Let's go. <laughs> the three of us will go out pit wherever pit is, but, but that's the thing too. Like you have to worry about that now because now travel is an issue, but with a hundred million dollars coming into your athletic, your athletic department or university every year, you don't care where the hell you'll go. You'll go wherever the money
0: takes you. Yeah, they answered that yesterday. Who was it that provided that answer? You guys can help me. I forget, but one I think it was an athletic director or president. They said the same thing. They're going to have charter flights, right? They have the money now. They'll have their own planes. They're going to charter flights for their athletes.
2: Yeah,
0: I mean, and, that's and, and that makes
2: about. the most sense. So now right. it's going to have ripple effects all the way down from not only the top where with football and basketball, but this is going to matter for girls' basketball and wrestling and programs like that, especially baseball and softball, because now. You got everything going your way with these media rights deals. And now, hey, travel is going to be that much easier. And I think that's an awesome situation for all of these athletic departments.
1: We haven't even talked about basketball, which everybody just an afterthought. I'm a huge college basketball fan. Maybe we'll do that in the third. Sec- but how about we cut a break here? Because we're going to do Notre Dame and the implications of, of what the fighting Irish do in the third segment, because that's that really answers a lot of these questions,
2: guys. Right, so we'll take a quick break on the We Are Podcast and DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. Welcome back to the third and final segment of the We Are Podcast, the Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. It's time to talk independent. And it's time to talk Notre Dame because while the Pac-12 and the ACC and the Big Ten and the Big 12 and every other conference known to man has their, their individual media rights deals, Notre Dame has their individual university media rights deal with their athletic programs through NBC. Right, The other guys, ESPN, Fox, what have you, but NBC and Notre Dame really, really have a, have a stacked hand right now. What are they going to do next?
0: Wouldn't you love to be Notre Dame, guys? I mean, you know everybody, every conference is courting them. They're throwing big money. But yet they, they don't need to do anything. Right? I mean, they are it, unbelievably, it's unbelievable how they've positioned themselves um now that having not been said and i you know the, the three of us were talking a little before we went on air i gotta tell you if i'm one of the conferences or if the we get to and put pressure on notre dame and say you, you have to do something right if you don't you're no longer part of the football playoff uh and because that's the thing if they have access to the playoff right and jared you mentioned the, the the tv deal which is beautiful and it's up after 25 so that's gonna that could skyrocket for them I mean, they need – if, if you're the Big Ten, you have even the ACC, where, you know, of course at Notre Dame, all their other sports, they're part of the ACC. Um, SEC, you put – look, if you don't join, you're out. Is there right? anything
1: legally, Mark, with Notre Dame, with the, with the ACC? Does the ACC have any kind of card with regards not, to having – Not really,
0: Corey. No? That's a great question. The only thing is if they're a participant in the other sports in the ACC – then they have to join for football. But you and I both know if they're going to move to the big 10, it's going to be all sports, right? They'll just move all their sports to the big 10 and that'll be the end. So, so it's let's very cut to the chase flimsy here. what they have with the ACC. The
1: big 10 wants Notre Dame. Everybody knows that. Yeah. I'm sure the SEC wants Notre Dame, but I don't know if that'd be okay. So let's cut to the chase. Is yeah. there an ACC? Does the ACC have a future without Notre Dame?
0: No, absolutely not. I think if they lose Notre Dame, and that domino falls, you know. Let's say, like we're talking, let's say tomorrow they announce we're moving to the Big Ten. The ACC's done. Because Clemson,
1: because Clemson and Her all God. these others, they, they would have no reason financially, and again, let's get back. Exactly. They'd have no reason financially correct. to think that they're forty to fifty million dollars a year. And that's even if they could get that down the road, because right. you got to think the big ten and the SEC are gonna continue to get more than a yes. hundred million down the right. road. Right. That's without
2: Clemson, Notre Dame, Duke, and Carolina. In Miami, and I'd say fl- probably Florida State, the ACC turns into a mid-major,
1: and that that's right. gets us that gets us back to Pitt, and that is yeah the they're, they become
0: with Pitt. the AAC right? That, that they're another AAC. They're not mm-hmm. a power two, which is what it's going to come down to. They're the AAC. I mean, that's who they become. They're the MAC, um, and, and they're an afterthought. I mean, that's what it all is. If you want to remain relevant at this point in the game. You have to keep Notre Dame in the ACC somehow, some way. You have to keep Clemson. If Notre Dame leaves, that's the first domino. You know Clemson's going to be right behind them. Mm -hmm. And then it's over. Then the rest of them fall. And then, like I said, then the ACC's done. It's over. So let's
1: look at it from this perspective then, guys. What does Notre Dame do? Because Notre Dame has the chips. They can say no. They have said no all along. My inclination is that they still might say no for a while, and, and try, but at some point now, whether this is 2024, 2026, whenever you mention the TV deal in 25, I do think at some point the money will just be so outrageous, it'll be $150 million, 180 whatever, that Notre Dame will not have a choice, and they'll have to make a decision probably between the Big Ten and I would say the SEC.
2: If I'm Notre Dame, I'm waiting until my hands are forced, right? I mean, you got to see, you can they are in a great position because they can sit back and watch all these dominoes fall. They can watch the rise and fall of conferences, super conferences, whatever. But they can sit back and just chill and be like, ah, well, we got our money, we got our scheduling. Like, we don't have any issues here. But if the ACC or the college football playoff or one of those governing bodies or whatever forces them to make a decision, then they're going to have to act. And then if I'm Notre Dame and I'm up there and I'm trying to figure out what I do, what's going to put me in success for, for the, for the years to come right now, as it stands today, it's the big 10, but that could change with the way this is ever changing and and the fluidity of this, these issues any day now.
0: Well, as I mentioned, you know, the ACC presidents and ADs are all talking today and I think the mandate to Commissioner Jim Phillips has to be, you need to keep Notre Dame, whatever we need to do to keep Notre Dame part of this conference, we have to do. So it goes back to the discussion we had about the unequal distribution of revenue. There's no doubt in my mind, guys, that for the ACC to remain viable, this has to happen. So you go back to Notre Dame and say, fine, you stay with us and you keep your chips with us. We're going to give you this much more. And to to hell with Syracuse and BC and whoever else they deem is going to get less, but you have to do whatever you to keep Notre Dame in the fold, and that should be. If I'm sitting there and I'm Chancellor Gallagher for the day, I'm saying, "Listen, Jim Phillips, that's your mandate. You have to get picked, You have to keep Notre Dame there. If you, you have to a- keep Notre Dame, there part is no of the easy ACC, ACC. Yeah, you have to. You know, and you I- have to form an alliance with Notre Dame, not like the alliance that was formed. Remember this, guys." and I have a little problem with this as a, as a pit alum, this is where a little emotion comes into it for me. When, when Texas and Oklahoma jumped to the sec, that Alliance was formed, right? ACC big 10 fact We're not going to poach. This is it. We're going to stay. Right. And that we know we saw how long that Alliance lasts. What a joke that was with friends like that who needs enemies. Um, But you have to come up with something with, with Notre Dame. Priority number one, and, and that, yeah. that
2: might be the next move that might be the next move you get the pac 12 to come on board, and then you get the ACC, and then you have the entire outskirts of the country, whereas then the SEC the big 12 and whatever else is in the middle, that's, that's your, that's your super conference that's, mm. and that, and that gets every media market it seems like what, what big media market is there it, it, What Texas at this point if mm-hmm. for the for the big 12 and the sec so that that could be an option too and i think that's what's what's crazy about this is it's so ever-changing and so fluid that we just have no idea what's going to come next right we are recording this on friday this airs on Sa- sunday this might not even be the right version so <laughs> like who knows what's going to happen and i think that that's, you know, that's and, the crazy thing here
1: and all of this is look this is exciting uh, we're going to get to see matchups and hoopla the way we've really never even seen before in college football. But I'm a I'm a Syracuse basketball fan. I have been for 40 years. Mark's a pit alum. This sucks for college basketball. I think I think this really this what what's going to happen with Duke and Carolina in mm-hmm. college basketball. Well, they're, they're a package late. deal.
0: Yeah, right. but they Carolina. To, you would think, you would think Carolina, German, in this crazy world. Who knows right.
1: what? What does Duke football bring? Car- Carolina nothing. football can. Duke football is Kansas. I mean, there's right. there's nothing there. And so, uh, what what this makes me sad for is the future of college sports. Because I I do think ultimately, and this is where we have to draw a line is if there's a forty to forty five team super conference or whatever, is Pitt in that? Is Syracuse in that? No, I don't think so. If it's 50 to 55, then yes, I think Pitt's in there, but this is, this is what, again, we're all, we're thinking about this from football, but, but how this is going to impact college basketball to me really sucks. And the other sports as well. I mean, now
2: are there other sports? Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> both Pitt and let's talk about Pitt and, and Penn state. The, the one sport that they have both in common or that are typically successful is wrestling. Yeah. Right now, this is a whole new area of recruiting. This is going to bring a whole new situation as far as that goes. So, it's just going to be kind of crazy how things play out because you've got also baseball softball i mean you name it every sport is going to be impacted by this but now like mark mentioned teams are going to be chartering flights teams are going to be buying two airplanes and they're going to take teams wherever they can and it might cut down on costs it might not but who cares when you're getting 100 million dollars a year from just your TV rights. deals. That's not even just the gate revenue or whatever, but those non-revenue sports, those Olympic sports that don't make money now are sustainable. So now you don't have to cut sports. Penn state has a boatload of sports that maybe they could cut, but they won't. And they, and it's sustained because of, the football program,
1: the difference I'll disagree there and say, they're still going to want to spend all that money on football. So, I mean, to me, I, and with all due respect to all those other sports, every dollar that you're not spending on football is a dollar that one, James Franklin wants and two Penn state needs, if they're going to keep up
2: with all the rest of this stuff that we're talking about. Yeah. And I mean, you have to put your money in where your mouth is at this point, And, and there are going to be so many more dominoes that fall here, both, This weekend, next week and and throughout the rest of the summer. And I think what happens next is, is anybody's guess because it can go any way that you can imagine. And I don't think the sec is going to be heavily, you know, unless they're going out and getting ACC teams. I I don't know what their, what their next move is going to be.
1: I think the sec goes hard after Clemson and, and, and either Florida state and or Miami, if not both Clemson, Clemson makes a lot of sense to the sec. So Mark mentioned the revenue distribution could be different in the ACC, but that still might not be as much as the SEC could offer them if they, if they add Clemson. But then again, here's the, let me throw this out. Clemson has been big for the last six, seven, eight years. Are we guaranteed that Clemson is going to be this kind of factor for the next generation? I'm not so convinced
2: that's going to be the case. No. Any, that's the thing is, are they sustainable? And, And what they've shown now is that they're realistic. They're, they're not, as top tier as what we thought they once were. Exactly. They've had Absolutely. a down year. You know, that's what happens when you lose Bobby Chandler to the pirates. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What happens when Dabo Sweeney
1: replaces Nick, Nick Saban, Saban at Alabama, Mark? Right. I mean, what is Cle- so we can Clemson can Clemson had better make a move now while it is hot. The pretty girl at the party, mm-hmm. because if five years from now they're, they're in a different situation, who's going to want them for that kind of money
0: it can get ugly really quick. No, I agree. I, Listen, we saw last year, as you mentioned, Jared, they had a down year. They didn't have a quarterback and it impacted their entire season. Uh, Dabo's a wonderful coach. He's done amazing things at Clemson. He's made them a darling at the party right now. But I do question, in light of everything that's happening, how long that can sustain itself. And that's what they're talking about, too. Let's face it. I mean, If, we're, if, if the three of us are talking about this, you don't think Dabo and his AD and the university president and chancellor are talking about the same thing? Of course they are. Um, and they're determining right now what's the best option for them. And, you know, we're not privy to those conversations. Obviously, we can certainly speculate, but you got to think at this point, even as a big guy in ACC, it, it, it's going to the SEC, right? It has to be. Um, you know, the ACC in, in the past, over the past 10 months, it's gone, whew, right? I mean, there's no way around that. Uh, and yesterday's news just accelerated all that. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be fascinating to see what happens over the next week because it's going to happen that quickly. So, Mark, you want Pitt to go to the SEC. Is that correct? Is that the No, I'd love for to them? Be, Yeah, right. No, I mean, listen, I think if you talk to me and you'll, you guys will get to know me a little bit, Steve Peterson is enemy number one in my life. Steve Peterson made so many mistakes as athletic director at the University of Pittsburgh he destroyed it. so much uh, from the building of the Pete over a football stadium to joining the ACC. Listen, I, I was a Big Ten guy. I, I love the Big Ten. I'm a huge Big Ten fan. Pitt should have gone Big Ten academically, athletically. It, it fits so much better. Right. I agree. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I'd like
1: to see Pitt in the yes. Big Ten. But yeah, I would Pitt, love it. It's does too late. Big Ten, does the Big Ten want Pitt? And will right. I him think
0: him? it's too late, Corey. I, I think yeah. they had an opportunity. Um, I hate to say that, but I I reserve The only time you will hear me call anyone, any names is Steve Peterson. He was a bozo. (laughs) He was a moron. He killed Pitt athletics. They're finally coming out a little bit from under what he, the damage that he did. Um, But, you know, not going to the big 10 when I think they had an opportunity, you guys may know more, especially you Corey, but I think they did have an opportunity to go to the big 10 several years ago. They blew it.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. And I think that's the, that's the thing now Pitts pits kind of in the passenger seat. They're along for the ride. Yep. Whereas Penn state and the big 10, they're in the, they're in the captain's chair, they are steering the ship and who knows where the ship's going to go. But for the, for the sake of Mark, he's going to be on vacation here. Um, I don't want to get him too fired up talking about Steve Peterson anymore. And I think we've had a lot of great discussion and maybe we'll, we'll have Mark back on the show here later this summer, or even hell even next week, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It might, might be for for right now. Let's see that where the where the cards fall. Let's see what happens. And for Corey Geiger and Mark Clemente, this has been Jared Prugar on the We Are Podcast and DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. Thank you as always for listening, and we'll catch you again next week. When hey, maybe even we'll be part of a super. Bowl.